Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Now, here is the host of the ads maven, Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker and coach, Jen Pawsik. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So I am Jen Pasek, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. I am so excited to introduce you guys to our guest today. Uh, his name is Leslie Samuel. We're just going to get right into it. So Leslie Samuel is a creator of Become a Blogger, and he's the host of the Blogging with Leslie podcast, where he teaches the craft of professional blogging. Changing the world one blog at a time is the mission he constantly strives towards, and as a former university professor, he has a passion for education. He founded and later sold Interactive Biology, a blog dedicated to making biology fun for students and teachers worldwide, and as the head of training for Social Media Marketing Society, he helps to ensure that social media marketers get the training they need to stay on the leading edge of social media. Leslie, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, me too. So I just have to tell the listeners, I'm really excited because the first time that I officially met you was at a podcaster's meetup um, in Tampa Bay, oh. and I was so excited because I recognized you from social media marketing world, but I had not met you before that. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I'm, I I was excited to meet you as well, you know, you being in the, the areas I'm living and you doing all this social media marketing stuff. It was exciting. Yeah, and I love that, like, so you do the blogging stuff, but you're also head of training for Social Media Marketing Society. I think that's so cool because it means that you're really able to truly be, like, a lifelong learner. Ugh, I love it. Absolutely. I, I, when it comes to social media marketing, I love all of that stuff. So being able to dip my toes in there as well and get all kinds of uh, training and learn all these strategies, it's, it's, it's an exciting time to be alive. <laughs> I love that. All right. So can you talk to me a little bit about how you got started and what blogging has done for you? Oh, yeah. So uh, back in two thousand and Eight. Back in 2008, I was teaching at a high school, a, well, a boarding academy where the students were going to school, but they also lived there in the dorms. Um, and while I was there, I was just kind of looking for, you know, looking online and seeing the different things you could do. And I found out that you could actually like make some money online. Um, and I got started actually with something that's called freebie trading. And if you don't know what freebie trading is, it's where you, it's those, you know, spammy websites where you sign up, you complete an offer, you refer friends to complete the offers, and you get like a free iPod or something of that sort. Oh, wow. Um, and I, yeah, I found a way to, to uh, use those sites to actually make money because there were forums out there of people looking to complete those offers. So you could actually just link the people with the offers. You get paid, and you pay them in exchange for them completing the offers. And I started making money online. Now, when I was doing that at the time, I had to spend so much time in the forums. And I thought to myself, man, it would be great if I could 
you know, build something. I didn't know what that something was, but build something where people would actually start finding me. And that's when I started learning about blogging. I started that blog so that people would start finding me, and they actually did. Um, but then eventually, you know, I started being more interested in the blogging side than the, the freebies. The, I didn't really care about freebies. Um, so what I did was I decided to start a, a biology blog where I would teach the, the things that I actually wanted to teach. I wanted to be a university professor, but I didn't have a PhD. So I started teaching what I would teach if I were a university professor. And that blog, I mean, it just started going crazy. Um, within a few months, I had thousands of people visiting it at, at its peak. I had over 100,000 people checking out the blog. And it really oh, wow. did open up all kinds of interesting opportunities for me. Yeah. So I know that when we chatted, you did end up being like teaching at the college level, right? Oh, yeah. So so I, I ended up applying for a job as a professor, uh, a job that I was completely unqualified for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I applied. I went in, I showed them, showed them my blog. And, and just to give some context, this is not like just teaching at the college level. This is teaching at the doctoral level at a university uh, to, to oh people that were studying to get their uh, doctorates in physical therapy. Now, I'm not a physical therapist. I applied for a job as an anatomy professor. I never took anatomy or any of that sort. Um, but they saw what I was doing with my blog and they decided, hey, we're going to take a chance on this young little dude that's doing this blogging <laughs> thing and obviously has a passion for learning and sharing uh, what he's learning with the world. And they gave me a job. They, it was a unanimous decision. They gave me the job. And I did that for three years before I made some other decisions. That's so crazy and amazing. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I mean, kind of mind blowing that that like, yeah, especially teaching at the doctorate level when you didn't even have the degree for it. I mean, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> but it, it, yeah. it was exciting. It, it's exciting to see, you know, uh, okay, so a lot of people apply for jobs, and um, especially, you know, they're getting out of college and so on, and what are they told? Hey, I'm sorry, but you don't have the experience. And I think a lot yeah. of people look at that and they say, oh, man, if only someone would give me the experience. And what I say to those people is, no, don't wait for anybody to give you the experience. Create mm. the experience. Demonstrate your expertise. Show what you are capable of doing. And the tools that we have today have made it easier than ever to be able to do that. So I think we're living at a time right now where there are no more excuses. Uh, if you... if if your excuse is you don't know how to do something, come on. You could go on YouTube and search <laughs> for how to do that thing. It, it doesn't matter Absolutely. what the thing is. You can learn how to do it. You can sign up for courses. You can get training. You can, you can put in the work to learn what you have to learn to become the person you want to be. And by doing that, you'd be amazed at what you can accomplish. I mean, since then, you know, I've been able to, you know, I'm, I've, I was on, well, I am on a show on the Discover Network. I'm doing a whole lot of stuff on TV with the news. And I've been able to speak on stages all over the world. I've been able to, yeah, there's so much that I've been able to do because I didn't wait for someone to give me the opportunity or the experience I mm. created. And I'm not, I've, when I say that, it's not, it's not me saying, hey, look at me and all the stuff that I'm doing. It's me saying, 
look at what you can do if you were to just get started and stop waiting for someone else. You have the ability, whether you're unqualified, you don't have a PhD, you <laughs> want to be a professor, you want to be a business owner, you want to figure out how to run Facebook ads, you can do it. That's that's. That's my little rant there yeah. to, to start us <laughs> off with. <laughs> oh, man. That was, like, so inspiring. I feel like it's like, all right, we're done. We already got, like, value from the episode. Oh, man. Okay. So I know that at some point you sold the blog, but you still do stuff around blogging and you teach around blogging and all of that. So how did that kind of – how did you get into teaching on blogging? Yeah. So actually, when I started the biology blog – I was actually just, I was teaching about blogging. Um, and oh. what you'd hear a lot of people say is, you know what? Yeah, of course you're making money blogging because, uh, you know, you're teaching people how to make money blogging. That's, that's right. how you make money blogging. So I thought to myself, okay, well, what if I could show people that I could build a blog in, you know, some obscure niche and have that be successful? Oh my and gosh. that's exactly what I did. So when I started the biology blog, it was it was kind of a passion project, but it was also like a case study to show people that, wow. hey, this is what you can do. Um, and that's how I was able to, I mean, as I was doing the different things that I was doing to grow that blog, I would share it on my other blog, teaching people how to become a blogger. And that's oh how my gosh, that's that wild. just kind of got going. Gotcha. That is so cool. I love that. Okay, so... Who do you think actually should have a blog? Like, what, is there a particular type of business, particular, like, who should have a blog today? That is a great question. Uh, you should have a blog if, and, and there, are, there, there are a number of categories, but if you want to build a business, but you, you know that the people that you are trying to attract, they go online searching for content. Because if they're going online mm. searching for content and you're trying to build a business in that niche or in that industry, you should be the person that they are finding. Uh, and if you are not the person that they are finding and if there are other people that they are finding instead, well, that's who they're going to be doing business with. So that's one. You're trying to build a business and you know that the people that you're trying to attract are going online and searching for content. Number two. Okay. You have ideas or concepts that you want to put out there into the world. Because once again, ideas, that's content, right? Uh, so if you want to put that out there into the world, whether you know for a noble cause or just because you're trying to establish a certain thought in, in the minds of people, that's another reason you might want to start a blog. And a third reason you might want to start a blog is that you're – you're trying to build a brand, and maybe it's a personal brand, right? You want to be known as uh, the expert biologist that's teaching biology to the entire world, or you might want to be <laughs> known as uh, the best interior designer in the Tampa Bay area, or whatever the case might be. You want to grow that brand, and we know, we know that in 2020 and beyond, and even before 2020, 
people are going online searching for the kind of information that your brand can provide. So that, those are kind of the, the, the kinds of people that I find myself working with. Either they have a business, they're trying to get in front of an audience, uh, they are trying to put a certain idea out there and people with a certain concept, or they're trying to build a brand, and it may be a personal brand or otherwise. Okay, cool. Oh, man, this is good. Okay, so I have a ton more questions for you around blogging. <laughs> and, yeah, but we're going to take a quick break. So when we get back, we'll continue chatting about that. So you're listening to The Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Posick, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to The Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. All right. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. So today we are talking all about blogging tips and tricks for 2020 with Leslie Samuel. Okay. So, Leslie, before we went to break, you were talking about the different types of people that should have a blog. And, okay, I know, though, that blogging has changed a lot over the years because it seems like it used to be, like, you would just kind of put a blog out there and, like, everybody would just end up reading it. Is that true? Yeah, you know, in the early days of blogging, there were not many blogs out there. So, And it took so much work in order to get that content on the internet. So the few people that were blogging, it was ridiculously easy for them to get exposure <laughs> because they were they were one of the, 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 the handful of people doing it, right? Um, now right. there's significantly more complication, uh, 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 competition, and because there's significantly more competition, there are things that you really need to be thinking about if you are, you know, if you want to have an impact if you want your blog to grow. So, yes, definitely it has changed over time, and it's not as easy in some ways 
But in other ways, it's actually easier because of how the technology has evolved over time. Hmm. How is it easier? So, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking back to some of the early bloggers that had to um, uh, create these pages, uh, these HTML pages, and put all the code and formatting <laughs> and uh, add in the hyperlinks and all these kinds of stuff. Now we have WordPress, right? Um, right. It, it, it's it's a technically speaking, it is way easier today than it has ever been. So that's just in terms of the technology, in terms of what you need in order to run a blog. Uh, in terms of getting the exposure, it it is harder in many ways, um, and in some ways, if you do it right, it could actually be easier. Okay. Cool. So I know that you've got some tips for blogging today, like in 2020, um, which I assume some of those tips are going to talk about how it could actually be easier to get exposure. Is that true? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So cool. So what are some of the, your tips for blogging? All right. So um, my first tip, you know, just like we said, right, back in the days it was super easy because there was so little competition. Um, my first Tip is, if you want there to be little competition, you want to narrow your focus. Uh, now, here's what I mean, right? Mm. Um, so back in the days, if you were the first food blogger out there posting recipes on the Internet, um, people search for recipes and you show up. Now, you got recipes galore and all these different food blogs <laughs> all over the place. Right? So if you want there to be less competition – you're going to narrow your focus to a niche where now there is less competition. So let's say, um, actually, perfect example right now. I made a decision over the in 2020 that I'm going to be vegan. Now, some people are listening to this and they're like, oh, my huh. word, not one of those people. Um, <laughs> some people are listening and they're like, oh, that's exciting. And that's exactly what I'm saying, right? Now, I'm also yep. very much in health and fitness, right? So... Yes, I could start a, a, a general cooking blog, or I could start a, bl a blog with videos talking about, you know, vegan recipes for athletes or something along those mm. lines, because my yep. focus is more narrow, or um, uh, a vegetarian meals for women who do CrossFit. Now, of course, you can get, at some point, maybe you get so narrow that, that there's not enough of an audience. But right. here's what you're what you're doing is making it so that when that person finds your stuff, they feel like, yo, this is exactly what I need. This is for me. Finally, yeah. someone is creating a vegan blog for male athletes or something of that sort. This is what I need. This is what I'm going to tell my friends about because, you know, I, I'm a part of a community of other vegan athletes or something of that sort. And it makes it easier for you to stand out among the noise. So don't try to go. A, a lot of people come to, to you know, my membership and my training and they're asking me questions, telling me that, hey, I want to start a blog. I asked them who the blog is for. And they said, well, quite frankly, it's for everyone. And <laughs> the reality is if it's for everyone, it's for no one. All right. You want yeah. to be focused. You want to narrow your focus so that you can have more of an impact. The, the way I like to explain this is um, it, it's, I, I'm, I used to be a, a teacher and I used to talk, well, I'm still a teacher, but I used to teach physics. 
And there was a, a formula. We're going to do some math and some calculation really quick. Um, some people are turned off already, but don't worry. I'll <laughs> keep it simple. There's a formula for calculating pressure. And the formula is pressure equals force over area. If you divide the force by the area, you're going to get the pressure. Now, here's how we're going to simplify it. If you have a certain amount of force and you change the area of focus, you're going to change the pressure, right? Now, this is how we make mm -hmm. it even more practical. If I take my fist and I hit you on your thigh, you might say, ouch. But if I take the same amount of force and instead of just hitting you directly on your thigh, I take a needle and put it on your thigh and then do the same thing. We have the same amount of force. But because we're focusing it on such a small area, the pressure is so much that you're definitely going to scream. You're probably going to cry. You're going to bawl like a little baby. <laughs> it, it's going to hurt. And what yeah. I like to say is it's the same thing with impact. Impact equals output over your area of focus. And if you narrow your area of focus, then you're going to increase the impact significantly. So my biggest tip, it's something that a lot of people, especially creative entrepreneurs that have all of these amazing ideas for how they can take over the world, uh, it, it, it's something that's difficult for us to hold on to sometimes. But if you embrace that concept, you'd be surprised at the impact that you could have. Now, just to, to, to bring it back to what we spoke about with my biology blog, I didn't just create a biology blog. I created a biology blog that focused on upper-level biology students in university that were taking a physiology course. Mm. Oh now, that's, yeah. that's pretty <laughs> specific. And because it was so specific, when those people found that content, they knew it was for them. They told their friends about it. They told their teachers about it. And it started to grow like crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. I, that was such a good analogy about uh, with for niching down, and it makes such a difference. And you're so right about if you say like <laughs> when people are like when you ask somebody who their ideal client is, and they're like everybody, it's like okay, well that's not going to work. <laughs> and it makes me think like because with Facebook ads, it's like you can't just advertise to everybody. That's going to get you nothing. And so thinking about when you're describing like. Okay, so like a vegan athlete, it's like, all right, so how would I do that with ads? And it would make it so easy because it's like, all right, so let's say it's a female, you put in the age, you put in people that are vegan or interested in vegan things, and then also athletes or interested in CrossFit or whatever. And yeah, it makes such a difference for every area of your business. So of course it makes sense that for your blog, you want to make sure that you're niching down. Yeah, awesome. That's a, that's exactly it. It's easier for everything, for running ads, for creating content, for for knowing the the kinds of words you're going to be using and, and all that stuff. Huge difference. Yeah, for sure. All right, awesome. What's the next tip? Okay, so the next tip, uh, you know, a lot of people think, you know, I'm starting a blog, so I'm going to just put a bunch of content out there and see what works. And I'm okay with that concept to a certain extent. If you really and truly want to stand out and you really and truly want to grow that audience and grow that business, 
you have to focus on on creating better content that provides more value. Now, it's easy for me to put together an article. Uh, I can throw together an article in 30 minutes, and that article will be a decent article. And once in a while, I do just that. I'm in a rush. I need to create some content. I'm going to bust something out really quick. I'm going to put it on the <laughs> internet, and it'll be what it is. But what I found is that when I take a, a, like a significant amount of effort to create content that is really amazing, that stands out, that really gives me a lot of traction. It's, it's actually my secret to doing well on YouTube, just as an example. I, so I have 12,000 subscribers on YouTube, and it's not because I've been consistently working on YouTube. I hardly ever do anything on YouTube with, with uh, Become a Blogger. But once in a while, I will take some time and create a series of videos on a specific topic. When Snapchat was the big deal, I created like 20 different videos that were very carefully crafted to educate people on how to use Snapchat. And as a result now, those videos have probably over a million um, views in total. Um, it's oh, because wow. I took the effort. Um, another thing that I've done along the same lines is, you know, a lot of us uh, as bloggers, we make money by promoting affiliate products, right? Uh, maybe there's a service that we use that we want to promote to our audience. And typically what people would do is they would just create like a, a review post where they talk about how awesome the product is. Well, what I've done a number of times and it's really paid off is, that, for example, one of the services that I promote is GetResponse for email list building. Uh, instead of just okay. writing an article about why people should use GetResponse, I created a series of articles and tutorials that walk you through everything you need to know about GetResponse. And as oh, a result gotcha. of that, because it was so comprehensive, I did it for GetResponse, I did it for Drip, I did it for things like OBS for live streaming and so on. And every single time I've done that, the, 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 the number of shares that it gets is significantly more than anything else that I create. And the amount of money that I make as a result of that, I mean, I wrote the, the I, I created a content to promote GetResponse in 2014, and I'm still getting monthly commissions just based on that Holy one cow. project. Exactly. Okay. So... So a lot of people think about, hey, I need to create this one piece of content, put it out there quickly so that it could provide value and I could grow my audience. But if you take that extra care to create something awesome, it stands out. People want to share it. The companies will start reaching out to you because of how amazing you made them look. They'll give you special deals. Mm. They will pay you. They will fly you places to do stuff because you did <laughs> such an amazing job. And I can say this from experience. There are too many bloggers that settle for just writing that quick piece of content, and that's it. Get better. If you don't know how to do it, go back to the first thing we spoke about. Uh, go to the Internet and learn. Take the courses, learn, <laughs> invest yeah. so that you can get better and do better. Oh, man. That's got me thinking all sorts of ways around blogging already. Okay, I have a question with that, though. So let's say you spend all this time investing in creating really good content like that. 
What are some ways that you then start to promote your blog organically? Like how do that people even – yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. Okay, so once again, right, if we go back to the point that I just made, create awesome content and do it in a way that really stands out. If you do that, if you really and truly do that, when you start showing it to people, it is going to stand out. So now you have to think about how you can strategically show it to the right people. And that's going to yeah. be dependent on the kind of content that you create. So I'll give you a specific example. When I created a bunch of tutorials and uh, content on how to, how, to, um, how to use Snapchat, let's just use that since I use that as an example. I yeah. then asked myself, who do I know that would look at, would look at this, this, this piece of content and think this is amazing and I want to share it with people that I know? I started reaching out to people that I know that were in the social media marketing space. I reached out to Social Media Examiner. I reached out to a number of individuals, and they saw it, and immediately they were like, this is amazing, and they started sharing it among their communities. Ah. Not just because they know me, but because I put in all of that effort to create something awesome. And when they saw it, once they've seen it, it's almost as if, well, if I don't share it with my audience, I am holding back. And I'm not right. providing them with value. And that's the exact position you want to put people in, in a positive way, of course. When I started the biology yeah. blog, you know, I, I started making the biology videos and so on. And then I just started reaching out to bloggers in, this, in that space. And I remember there was okay. one in particular that, you know, every, I was a teacher at the time, right? So I, I had been using her blog in my classes and her handouts and so on. And anytime I searched for anything related to biology, she was always showing up. So I knew she had a lot of traffic. So I reached out to her. And when I reached out to her, because I don't know her personally, I offered to help her out with a problem that I saw that she was having on the website. I said something like, hey, uh, I love your blog. Thank you so much for what you're doing. I use it in my classes. My students absolutely love it. I noticed that you're having some issues with your WordPress site, and I'm very much into WordPress, and I want to help to fix it for you free of charge. This is exactly what I told her. Um, oh just because Wait, I, hang on, I think Leslie, what you're hang on. Two seconds. Yeah. I think we do have to go. We do have to take a quick break. I know I'm like going to be nope. going over it. I cannot wait to hear the rest of this because this is like fascinating <laughs> and so smart. Oh man! All right, we will be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven Jen Pausick is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Oh, I think we are back. All right. That was a weird little break. All right, Leslie, are you still there? <laughs> I am still here. All right, so tell me the rest of your story. I am so excited. So you reached out to her. 
yeah, I reached out to her and I said to I told I told her exactly what I just said, right? Um, I want to help her with this thing for free because I know she provides value and she probably doesn't know how to fix this thing. Um, so I'm going to do it for you. And then I said, by the way, I also have a biology blog. You can check out some of my stuff here. And that was it. And I can remember the email that she sent back to me. Now, just, just a quick commercial break. When it comes to this online marketing thing, we always think about the tactics and the strategies of, of SEO, and that's great, and, and, and the, all of these uh, impersonal things because it's on the Internet. And what I found is the, the most powerful thing you can do is connect with people in, a, in an authentic mm. way. It's not about, yeah. hey, I'm not contacting her just because I want her to promote my stuff, right? I'm contacting her because I think she'd be a great person to know, and uh, she's doing really cool things in this space, and I want to be able to help her out. I want to serve her in a way where it could provide value to her audience. So the email that she sent me back, it was a very short email. She said, thank you so much for even considering doing this. I am so busy that I don't even have the time to take you up on your offer. But I really do appreciate it. And then she said, by the way, checked out your blog, loved it. You are creating the kinds of videos that I've always wanted to do. I just wrote a quick post about it. And she linked to it. And when I checked out, it was a very it was like a one paragraph article. You could tell she was busy, so she just threw something together. Yeah, and yeah. it said something like Found this really cool resource online with biology videos. You can check it out here. And I remember that month, I got 400 people to visit my blog directly from that link. I was like, oh, my word, I am teaching the entire world. <laughs> because 400 at that time seemed like such a big number. Right Now, I, I followed up on this, and at the end of the month, I, I, I had noticed something. She linked to a number of biology blogs in her sidebar. And I thought to myself, oh, man, that, that would be awesome because then that would be a link on every single page on her blog. So after the month, mm. I sent her an email. Once again, it's just a person reaching out to a person. And I, I said, hey, thank you so much for linking to my blog. I, uh, people are coming over and they are loving the content. I said, by the way, what's the chance that you'd be interested in linking to my blog in, in your sidebar? Uh, anyhow, thank you f so much for everything. You take care. She sent back an email. It had one word in it, and the word was done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my as gosh. a result of that, I had so yeah. many links back to my blog. So many more people were checking out my blog. Uh, and then other biology bloggers started linking to my blog. And it all started because I reached out to this one person in an authentic way to try to serve them and their audience. And the result of that has basically, uh, you know, uh, snowballed into everything that has become. So there's a lot to be said for just connecting with people. My biggest successes have come from me going out there and meeting people. I met you at the uh, the, the Tampa uh, Bay podcasters thing. I meet people at conferences. I go out from behind the computer and I connect with people yeah. in real life 
And those relationships have paid off significantly. Yeah. Oh, man. It's such a good reminder, and it's so true because it is like the, yeah, the one-to-one. And I never even thought about that in terms of like content and like showing content to individual people. Like I always think about it in terms of like just putting it out there. But, wow, I love that. And and, and it's interesting. Because, you know, a lot of people, and yes, I, I, ha- I also have a lot to say on the SEO and the, the social media marketing and those kinds of things, but I wanted to address that first because it seems to be the last thing that we think about. It's all about the yeah. tactics first, and then hopefully the relationships come somehow. But I find if you focus on the relationships first, there, there, there's so much more that you get as a result of that. Oh, I love that. And it's so funny because I feel like that's like everything is kind of leading to that recently for me. I just did a three-day training all about like referral marketing and how mm. – and with it, it has this like whole networking scorecard where it's just kind of like spending time to really take those – like it's like little efforts to like help others and see how you can serve other people that are in your world and it makes such a big difference. I love that. Oh, yeah. I love it too. Nice. Okay. So, I know you've got more tips. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's let's go to the let's go to the more technical slash uh tactical stuff. Uh Okay. The next thing I would say is, you know, in 2020 and beyond, you know, one of the things that a lot of people have been complaining about is uh, social media algorithms and the fact that you post on Facebook and people don't see your stuff organically. Generally speaking, there are exceptions and there are things that can be done to, to increase the chances that see, people see your stuff. But I think it's becoming more and more important to focus on search engine optimization. Um, and mm-hmm. this is this is something that I used to kind of just, you know, slightly pay attention to. Um, but I didn't make it a big deal. I didn't do, you know, my keyword research, uh, at least not significantly. I didn't really focus on optimizing the content that I create for the search engine. Um, and what I've seen is that when you actually focus on those things, it's kind of like this, right? If you know there are going to be uh, two networking parties, and one networking party is going to have a bunch of people that are in your industry. It's going to be exactly the kinds of people that you are looking to connect with. Um, but and, and not but and there are going to be a ton of those people. And then there's this other networking party that you know it just started and hardly anybody goes. And the people that go may be related to what you're doing, may not be. Which one are you going to go to? You're going to go to the one that is more optimized to give you the return yep. that you're looking for, right? And that's the same thing with the content we create. Um, there's all kinds of content that I can create. But what I realized is, and this is from the early days even when I started the biology blog, whenever I did my, my research and I focused on optimizing for the search engines, those those pieces of con- pieces of content got a ton more traffic than anything else that I created. But here's the thing, right? Uh-huh. All of those different pieces of content took the same amount of work to create. So if it's going to huh. take the same amount of work to create, 
why not spend a little bit of time to do the research and see what are a lot of people searching for, um, especially those things where there's not a significant amount of competition. And by doing that, now you know what in your niche you can more easily rank for. And then you create that content instead of just any random thing that comes to your mind, and you'd be surprised at how that can result in a ton of traffic over time. So instead of just creating content, invest in learning about search engine optimization, invest the time in doing the research, the keyword research and all that good stuff, in, in, invest the time in figuring out how to, in, to, to, to optimize your posts so that they can be more likely to rank well, and you'd be surprised at what can happen. Yeah. Oh, man, I love that. Okay, so I know that you recently on your podcast, uh, Blogging with Leslie, you did a whole episode all about blogging for SEO, how to make Google love you in 2020. Um, can you – so people should definitely check that out. I know I am going to be checking that out because SEO is not an area that I know enough about for sure. Um, when you yeah. say, though, that you should do keyword research, how, can you give some tips on how you suggest to actually do that? Yeah, so there there are a number of tools that you can use to do some keyword research. The one that I like the most right now, mostly because a lot of them give the same type of data, uh, but some cost a whole lot more <laughs> than others. Um, gotcha. There's one that Neil Patel created called Uber Suggest. Um, and I just go huh. there and I enter in a, a, a specific keyword. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually, interestingly enough, um, my, my seven year old son is very much into biology. Uh, so I am now starting a new biology blog. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, with him and my, my daughter, we're going to be doing all kinds of interesting biology experiments. So I went there and I put in biology and I just what you then get is a bunch of data on different keyword phrases related to biology. And you'll be able to see which ones have a lot of searches and not a lot of competition. And I was actually surprised um, at the amount of things that I found. It gives you basically a score and it will tell you this keyword phrase on a scale of one to one to 100. Uh, the difficulty is 20. Now, when I see a difficulty of 20, I think to myself, okay, that's not very difficult on a scale of 1 to 100, and it will tell you this is very easy to rank for. So that is mm. what I'm going to create the content for. So the, the article that I just wrote recently has to do with the definition of biology. Surprisingly, a lot of people search for that. And there's not a lot of competition for the biology nerds creating the kind of content <laughs> to answer that question. So I wrote an article on that uh, with the title, Biology Definition, What is Biology? So because I did the research and I used a tool that gave me suggestions of different phrases that I could target that have a lot of searches but not a lot of competition, now I know that that is something that's going to be relatively easy for me to rank for. Yeah, this is cool. Okay, so I went to the site. So it shows different keywords. It gives the volume of mm -hmm. how many people are searching for it. It gives the cost per click for like Google ads for it. And then basically how difficult 
it would be. Oh, man. Okay, I will totally be using this. Awesome. I love <laughs> it. All right. Whew. We have one more quick break coming up, and then um, we'll get maybe one or two more um, tips for blogging. Uh, does that work? I love it. It works for me. Awesome. All right. So you are listening to the Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Posick, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Right. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. So today we are talking all about blogging tips and tricks for 2020 and beyond with Leslie Samuel. Oh man, so many good tips and ideas and whew, I feel like this is awesome. Um, before <laughs> I forget, um, I know that you do have, um, if you want to get more information, um, they can go to www.fromidea2blog.com. So fromidea2blog.com. And when you go there, I love this. You put the question everybody asks when I tell them I blog full time, but how do you make money? And I have to tell <laughs> you, like, honestly, that is my first thought when it comes to blogging as well. And so then you put, well, that's what we're going to answer today. So you can learn how to take your idea into a blog if you go to from idea to the number to blog.com and sign up for that and it's a series of videos that gives it looks like a whole ton of information which is just awesome all right so leslie what are some of your other blogging tips all right uh next tip let's let's bridge it to the social media stuff right you want to be more strategic with your social media marketing. Now, what a lot of people do is they hear that I'm supposed to be on social media and this is how I'm going to get a ton of traffic. So I go on all these different social media platforms and I start posting on Facebook and Instagram and I, I hear that I'm supposed to be on TikTok. So I go on there and I do my dance challenges <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Um, and they don't really have a strategy behind what they're doing. So what I like to tell people to do is you want to have a strategy behind your social media marketing and your strategy mm. can simply start this way. Uh, let's say you are, let's stick with the food blogger that's doing vegan recipes for uh, athletes or something along those lines. I know that that's a very visual thing. So I might say, you know what, I'm going to start by testing out different things on Instagram and maybe Facebook. 
So I start. I start posting. I started engaging with people. I might try pictures of my food, uh, pictures of quotes and these different things, and uh, I might go live and so on. But then I need to analyze what is actually working. If I know what my goals are, let's say my goals are to just grow my following. That's one goal. But another goal could be to get people to go and sign up for my free um, idea to blog course. Oh, wait, no, you're doing a food blog. So maybe your free top five vegan recipes for athletes or something of that sort. Um, so what I can now do, because I know what the outcome that I'm looking for is, I can then analyze the different pieces of content I put out there and see how it it results in signups for that free gift that I'm giving away. Now, the way that I recommend for people to do this, this can it's going to sound a bit technical. Um, there are these links that you can create called UTM links or uh, 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 tracking links or campaign URLs, whatever you want to call them. But if you just search for Google URL Builder, then you will go to the Google URL Builder where you can say, okay, the URL that I want people to go to is this specific URL. And then you can say, I'm going to give this link a name, a, a, a medium, a source. You're basically going to give a little bit of information. So, for example, I finished doing a big promotion for people to join my coaching club. And I will post it on my, my personal profile with a story. So what I did is I go and I, I went and I created a, a tracking link that basically says this is my February 2020 promo. Uh, this is a, per, a post on my personal profile. And then I will add in what that post was about, just a word or two. And then what that's going to do for me is when I go into my analytics, I can see exactly how many people came over from that specific post. That, to me, is when you start being more strategic about your social media marketing. And that may sound a little confusing because I'm telling it to you rather than showing it to you, but it's actually a, <laughs> right. relatively, simple, uh, a relatively simple process. It's just creating a link, putting some information in that link so that you can track everything you share on social media down to the individual post. And then there's the second part to that is once you start to see when I do this kind of post, it is giving me more of what I want. Then you start diverting mm. your energy, creating more of what is actually working. Yeah. Okay. That part makes sense. I'm a little confused. So I know you said you can Google URL builder to find that. Do you mean something like like a Bitly link, or you mean you mean something else? Is this like part of your website? So this is okay. When I say Google URL Builder, you're actually searching for Google URL Builder. That is the name of right. the service that you're gonna be using. And when you click on the, the first thing you're gonna see is a link from Google Analytics, and that page okay. will then allow you to create a tracking link. And that link is what you're going to share instead of the direct link. So it's like me saying, I want people to go to from idea to blog. But instead of posting from idea to blog, I will go to the Google URL builder, put that URL, and just give it a little detail so that I can get a tracking link from there 
so that when I share it, I know exactly where I shared it, when I shared it, and I can see the traffic that's resulting from that specific post. Got it. Okay. Now I'm on board. That makes so much more sense. Oh, man. So we only have a couple that, minutes left. I feel more, like... That's one of those more advanced tips, but I just wanted to throw it in there for anyone that's like technically savvy and they know, know how about those kinds of things. It really makes a big difference. Yeah, no, that's so smart, and I'm really grateful that you shared it because I'm going to start using that because, man, why not? Like, oh, awesome. Oh, man, I feel like we talked about so much stuff today. I know um, if you're <laughs> listening, though, and you want to know even more stuff about blogs, so Leslie has almost like closing in on 400 episodes <laughs> of his podcast, Blogging with Leslie, um, which you can find on any podcast platform. Um, go and subscribe to that. You can also go to From Idea to Blog, the number two, um, dot com to grab his video training all about taking your ideas into a blog. And, man, it kind of really just, like, walks you through all the different things you need to get it get it up and running. Yeah. Um, are there any other places that they should should go and check out? No, that, those are the main things uh, from idea to blog dot com, and whether you put the the number two or t o, it'll still work. Um, and the podcast that's where you that that's the best entry point to get the values that I have to offer in my training. Awesome, I love it. Oh man, thank you again. I this has been this has been really great. I really appreciate it. You are very much welcome. <laughs> All right. So, um, once again, I would love to – well, actually, so I would love to hear if you are blogging, if you do have a blog, let me know. I would love to see what it is. You can always email me, jen at theadsmaven.com. Um, I would love to know what tips and tricks you are going to be using from this episode. I know for myself – I'm definitely going to start doing some keyword research because that's an area that I have not done, and I'm going to go to Google URL Builder and start doing that because I think that's just brilliant. And, oh, man, just a reminder about, like, really connecting with people and putting stuff out to individuals before thinking about putting it out to the masses. All right. I will see you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to The Ads Maven. Jen Palsik will return next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. See you next week where we will dive into more Facebook and Instagram ad strategies.